Welcome to the Project DIY Hunter Podcast. If you're thinking about hunting DIY or if you've been hunting DIY for a long time, this podcast is for you. We invite you to join us as we seek to gain knowledge to continue to be successful DIY hunters. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. So hey Kenny, happy Thursday. Um, How was your day at work? It was rough, man. I'm not gonna not gonna lie about it. It's uh, definitely a rough one. How about yours? It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. I found out I got to work um, past noon, so I normally get off at noon. I know you're always off on Fridays, right, or most of the time. Yeah, well, I plan on sleeping in late tomorrow. I promise you that one. It's been it's been a rough week. Nice. Well, let's jump straight into it here. So the purpose of this podcast is to talk about our experiences hunting, fishing, and just being outdoors. Hopefully you can learn something from us, go through these episodes. Um, actually, hopefully we can all learn something, including us, and give you advice uh, for the for hunting in all these different places that we go. So we do a lot of hunting on public land. Yeah, public land's a good topic to talk about for sure. Um, we have a good bit of it here in South Carolina. Well, the whole country does. But yeah, no, it's definitely something everybody needs to take advantage of because I, I think it's... Uh, misused and underused and what i mean by that is i don't think enough people use it and the people that do use it i don't think use it correctly and i don't mean you know they're out there bashing it or you know vandalizing or anything like that it's just you know different tips and tactics that you know we hope to to pass along that to help you use it are in our opinion correctly and when i say that I'm referring to being success, successful on public land. It's uh, it's definitely a different animal. Um, luckily, I mean, we all own it. Like, you know, you pay your taxes. I pay my taxes. Charles, you pay your taxes, right? I do. Well, see, we all own it. We all pay for it. So go out there, use it. And there's tons of hunting opportunities that just go untapped because it's almost like everyone's scared to you know go hunt public land because they're in the hunting clubs or the horror stories that they heard from their grandpa about who almost got shot on public land it's not like that anymore i mean yeah be careful when you go where you're orange you know watch out for other hunters and all your safety measures but my personal experience with it i haven't ran into that many people yeah no, it's 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 good, and and we have a lot here. But when you start talking about Western hunting, I mean, they have tons and tons of of public land, and and that's some of the hunting that we're going to be talking about in, in in future episodes. Um, going out west this year, we're going out and doing a mule deer hunt in Colorado. Um, coming up in October. Um, we're hopefully in the future going to be hunting elk. Um, I really want to go hunt antelope. We go, we're going to be talking about bear. And then hopefully one of us can get a tag for that once in a lifetime species at some point in our life. Yeah, I mean we all have the the different once in a lifetime species. Mine just happens to be Unit Two Hundred One in Colorado for elk, just because I want to go shoot a four hundred inch elk. And you got to have about twenty points to do it. So I don't know if I ever you know save up twenty points for Colorado, but uh, that's my once in a lifetime. Yeah, that's gonna be tough, especially with the way point creep is going on and. And all that, and and that'll come in future episodes. We'll also, we're talking about point creep. Um, but yeah, so we'll be uh, duck hunting and migratory bird, dove, you know that kind of stuff. Marsh hen. Um, Kenny, Kenny's a big time whitetail deer hunter. 
Well, I say I'm a big time whitetail deer hunter, but I don't know what I'm doing apparently because I struggle with it, you know, from different years. But I had I had pretty good success this year and last year, so I did something right. Right. Yeah, that was a that was a good deer. Um, that's hopefully an episode coming up also where Kenny shot a, a good deer up in Ohio with a bow. Um, big time bow hunter. Um, so that's pretty cool. So we're gonna be doing some alligator hunting, some black bear, eastern black bear hunting. Um. So that's kind of sums up the the hunting we're going to be doing, and we're also going to be doing some fishing. Um, I like I enjoy offshore fishing. Yeah, I'm not an offshore fisherman at all. <laughs> if I got to see the bank, so I'm more of the inshore guy for yeah. sure, freshwater, and I and love my bow fishing too. But that's yeah, that's neither here nor there. Bow fishing technically it shouldn't go in you know the fishing category because i mean you're shooting it with a bow it's not you're not really angling right but uh when it comes to inshore fishing or freshwater fishing i'm i'm your guy i mean we let's get work tomorrow and go yeah dude i'm, I'm pumped to go bow fishing with you um, something oh i mean bow fishing's uh it's addictive man if you can get on them for sure it's uh i don't know it's it's kind of like vanilla ice cream. You know, once you get a little taste of it, you kind of want the whole bowl. <laughs> to me, that that's what bow fishing did to me. The first time I shot one, it was, uh, I was hooked. I mean, yeah. it was, I'd much rather go bow fishing than go, you know, cat fishing at night or, you know, anything like that. Uh, I could definitely see where it's Bow fishing is addicting. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's fun, but it can be, it can be miserable too. <laughs> Let me tell tough. you a quick story. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's super tough. I got to tell you the story about my cousin. I took him, uh, I took him bow fishing and I didn't have an extra bow for him. So I let him take my flounder gig because, you know, we go flounder gig and also, right. and, uh, he went to gig a, a cart that was too deep and he fell off the front of the boat and it was probably six foot deep in water. It took him 20 minutes to get back in the boat wow. and I wasn't going to help him cause I was, I was dying <laughs> laughing, <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, just stories like that. Hopefully we can pass along, you know? as the podcast goes on i mean i got tons of stories of me myself doing stupid stuff or you know accidents so hopefully you can learn from our mistakes and uh don't repeat them right yeah so um we actually went on some hunts this past year on, on a good many hunts and um we're successful on some and, and not as much on others but um can you want to talk about uh gunnersville and edisto yeah no uh we uh me and Charles took a trip and we went with my brother down to Gunnersville, Alabama this year. And it was a real fun hunt. We was out there chasing canvasbacks and divers, but primarily canvasbacks. And, uh, I was able to get my first can, uh, nobody else did, unfortunately, but you know, I just happened to be the, the lucky draw that time. Yeah. Still, an awesome And, uh, trip. it was a fun hunt. I mean, it's, if you can ever make it go, it's, it's not expensive for us. It's close. I mean, it took us like four and a half hours to get down there. Yeah, basically four I and think half we hours spent, to both. Yeah, I mean, I think we spent three hundred and fifty dollars a piece total for four days of hunting, lodging, food, gas, and everything. Yeah. So it's definitely a fun trip to go, but be sure you plan it. You know, well, that's any waterfowl trip. I mean, just like Edisto, we went to Edisto this year. It was a bust. I mean, it was an absolute bust, but we still had a ball. I mean, it's just going out with your friends and. And hunting anything is is awesome, but it's always funner whenever you know you can smack them per se. But uh, to me, I'm getting to the point in my life to where hunting's just not about killing anymore. It's uh, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong, but I enjoy the camaraderie more. 
And that's why I like these trips, you know, closer to the house because it's something you can do more frequent and still get out and, you know, I guess spend band time is what we'll call it. Yeah. So, um, also we're going out West this year. Hopefully, you know, we've got zero points and we just want to go. So we're hopefully going to Colorado for a mule deer hunt, um, hundred percent draw odds. And I'll put it this way. You know, Kenny wants if to go we don't go out West this year, me and you are going to fight. <laughs> this has been our obsession well, for the past two months. And we have hours and hours of research involved in this whole trip out West. So if something happens and I cannot go, I'm going to freak out because I am so excited. I'm losing sleep already. And I'm still eight months out. Well, we're going to be able to go no matter if what. If I got to walk out there, I'm going. Right we can, <laughs> I don't care what gas prices are. I don't care. I don't, if I'm walking, ride a bicycle, whatever, I am going. Yeah, hopefully um, hopefully we get Colorado. And then if not, you know, there's a lot of over-the-counter. I think Idaho um, draws after that. I didn't so know Idaho, Idaho drew after that. In the bucket there. That's, well, that's, yeah. something, that's definitely yeah. something we're going to talk about in future episodes is, uh, you know, draw dates and stuff. Charles is a whiz when it comes to draw dates and, you know, when you should put in, how to navigate through certain, you know, platforms to figure out where you want to go and what unit you want to hit, which one of the ones we use is go hunt, which we'll talk about that later for sure. Cause we are avid members of go hunt and we love it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess what's yeah. next on our agenda is, I guess your Arkansas duck hunt and trout trips. Yeah, yeah. So that's coming. That's coming up in in November. Um, this year, I I, I kind of contemplate on going opening day every year, um, just because of the amount of people out there and it's it's crazy. But um, I say I'm I'm saying I'm gonna wait and go later in the year, and I always go opening day. So I'll probably be going again this year, and then then hopefully you know I got an Argentina trip coming up, pending COVID. You know, we get to fly down there and hopefully hunt some doves, but we'll see. It's been canceled once. It was supposed to go in August of 2020. So that's the one you so bought from Ducks Unlimited, right? I get to go in May. That is the hunt that I bought from Ducks Unlimited. Oh, okay, Banquet. yeah. Well, see, it's always good to go to them banquets, too, because you can catch some deals on some stuff. Plus, you know, you're yeah. uh, sponsoring wildlife conservation, which is always good. But I just want to give you a quick overview of what platforms we use to research and, you know, what all we was looking for when we was doing research. So like I said earlier, we're going to talk about go hunt and you'll hear about it over and over throughout our podcast because we use it, but it gives you the draw odds for every state in the West, except Washington, I think. And, uh, what's don't, okay. It does or it don't. Yeah, it's got Washington. Okay. Well, it used to not. Well, it does. Uh, you get draw odds for every unit. And you get kill rates, buck doe ratio, just a ton of statistics. And you can, it really helps you narrow down where you want to go. And then once we, you know, I guess throw the dart at the, the map of the U.S., we, uh, we start using Onyx hunts to start doing our e-scouting. E-scouting is critical because you got to know where you're going to park and your first glassing point. That's the two big things you got to figure out when you're going out west is where am I going to park and how far do I got to walk to get in there to actually start hunting? Because you can make a plan about, you know, from day one to day five, but it's going to change at day one. So me and Charles have talked about it over and over and over. So we're just planning where we're parking, where we're glassing. We're going to go from there. Cause you know, 
it all depends on weather and everything. So, but you can also go to the different states, uh, DNR websites. So they're kind of harder to navigate, but it is doable. Like, for example, Charles did all this research last year and, uh, made a spreadsheet or an Excel sheet and put down the dates, you know, when they open, when they close, when you can put in, how many points it takes to hunt this unit. He spent hours on it and literally pretty much threw it out the window after we downloaded Go Hunt this year. Yeah, it's it, it helps when you, you got all the information in, right in front of you. Uh, one thing on Go Hunt, you can't search anything, and it drives me absolutely nuts that you can't go to a search bar and just search Utah draw odds or something like that. Um, so that that's for having that spreadsheet with those prices and those different things in front of you has everything right there, especially when you're applying for five states every year yeah, like so I am. We have this, this whole plan about hunting out west in which – everyone can do it and uh we'll break it down later on how how we are going to do it but it's almost to the point we want to get a couple points in every state and then we can start you know going from one state to the next to the next so by the time you make the full circle you're back to you know two or three points or four or five however many states you put in for so you kind of you know every year you're going on a good hunt even though it may be a different state and it's going to take you know four or five years to get to that point to get started but once you get started it just goes you know it just it just rolls like clockwork yeah you have some that's short-term strategy you got some that's long-term strategy i want to go over that and um some some episodes coming up i'm like utah's coming up and we need to decide whether you want to apply or not because the draw odds are really low it's uh takes a long time to actually draw like a tag in Utah. We have so. a whole podcast about the Utah draw odds, right? Yeah, yeah, it's coming up soon. Yeah, well, Charles is just so everyone knows, Charles is going to hit that one up. Charles is uh, super knowledgeable on all how that works, and he does tons of research, like I said. So, I mean, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to email us at projectdiyhunter at gmail.com, and we will respond as soon as we can. And, uh, I mean, no matter what it is. Yeah, yeah, we got Utah coming up, and then we got New Mexico. And New Mexico is unique because it doesn't use points. Um, so that's kind of cool. We'll, we'll talk about that also. Um, so basically, this podcast is going to be East Coast hunters and fishermen hunting the East Coast, fishing on the East Coast, and going out West. And hopefully, we're going to help y'all understand how to get out West, to hunt out West, and how easy it is and how cheap it could be. Um, to go out there and have a have an awesome hunt yeah well i mean that's one thing we're we're blue collar people too so i can't take you know food out of my kid out of my family and out of their mouths just to you know go on hunting trips so we definitely try to be budget friendly and so our goal is to teach you how we do it so maybe you know you can take our advice and you know maybe modify it or whatever you want to do with it and you know take your own trips and if you do we want to hear about it for sure i mean that's why we do it. We do it because we love the outdoors and we are East coast boys who, you know, have the dream of going out West, but we also do all sorts of stuff. And, you know, the Midwest, the Southeast, I mean, we go everywhere. So be sure you yeah. tune in. There's no telling where we're going to be talking about, you know, from week to week, just cause we are, we have such a array of uh, stuff that we're into. Yeah. 
I think once you start listening to some of these episodes and stuff, you're going to realize it's going to be harder to find vacation time than it will be to find the funds to actually get. Yeah, because I can get you on a hunt Um, in the West for less than a week at the beach is going to cost you. Absolutely. And I'm not saying I'm not a guide service, you know, I'm not going to take you out there, but we can point you in the right direction to what flights to use, what airline to use what dates to go and how to book it. So it ain't going to cost you that much money. Yeah. That's, that's also going to be a podcast on, you know, just how to get there and get your meat back. It's definitely a a pain when you start, you know, talking about flying and how to get meat back and all that. So that's definitely one you're going to want to, you're going to want to listen to. And there's a few airlines that make it a lot easier than others. So thanks for listening. Um, Yeah. Be ready for some new episodes to come out. And if you have any questions, you can email us at projectdiyhunter at gmail.com. Um, we have an Instagram, project underscore DIY underscore hunter, YouTube channel, TikTok, Facebook. All those are Project DIY Hunter. Um, so, yeah, if you got any questions for me or Kenny, you know, just reach yeah, out. Yeah, let us know, man. We, uh, we, look, uh, we look forward to doing this, and we're super excited about, about doing this. So, hopefully, you all jump on the train and, uh, you know, share the experience with us. There's going to be some good episodes. And like I said, this is just the first, you know, I guess, introductory introduction to who we are. So, you know, I like to know who we are and or who I'm listening to, you know, give you a little background. And I just feel like it's more personal when you feel like, you know, who you're talking to. Yeah. And, and y'all going to be walking through this with us the same time, you know, we're learning stuff. So um, hopefully it's going to make all of us better successful DIY owners. Yeah. For sure, for sure. sure. And I, I look forward to seeing you next time, Charles. Yep, sounds good, man.